Can you see me if I stand on this one? I'm only small. Can you see me at the back? Good morning, you're okay. You know, it's so nice. It reminds me of growing up listening to all these carols and it just takes me back to the traditions of my childhood. And I'm sure many of you have got traditions of what you've done as you've grown up for Christmas, but also what you've created and that you do now for Christmas, whether it's the food you eat, the people that you spend time with, maybe the games that you play, maybe some of us shouldn't play them at Christmas time, they get a bit violent, maybe the films we watch or the songs that we sing. And, you know, we've all got so many different traditions. Each of us have got our own. And sometimes when we share them with other people, they don't really get them. Well, I found three very interesting traditions from around the world that happen at Christmas time. And I'm going to tell you the tradition. And I want you to shout out and see if you can guess which country it comes from. Are you ready? So this is your first one. You might know this one because it's been bobbing around on social media. In this country, people go to KFC for lunch and it gets that busy that they have to book a table. It is Japan, well done. Japan go to KFC for their Christmas dinner. KFC apparently have pitched it that way to the Japanese that that is your turkey that you have on Christmas. So if you're all not sure what to do, it's KFC all the way. Here's your next tradition. This one I've never heard of before, but maybe some of you may have done. Some people in this country go to church on their roller skates, and that many people do it. They have to clear the roads so nothing else can go on the roads. What country is that? I can't hear what any of you are saying, so I'm going to tell you. Venezuela. So Sunday, not, ne not next Sunday, next Monday, as you come to church, I'm expecting roller skates on Christmas Day. If you've not put them on your list of Santa kids, that is the one. And last one, in this country, people will decorate their trees, their Christmas trees, with artificial spider's webs. Anyone? Anyone? Ukraine and it's something to do with there was an old lady and she hadn't she couldn't afford to decorate her tree so she put spider webs on it so that's what they do now and it's created created this tradition apparently so there you go if you thought your traditions were odd there's some stranger ones out there as well but you know that first Christmas time that first Christmas it wasn't a tradition God came and created something new and something amazing when he sent Jesus to earth. And, you know, I thought maybe we could try something a little bit new this morning and try something new with what you think is a traditional Christmas song, but actually you don't know a thing. So many of you know the song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, yes? We wish you, sing it with me because I can't sing. Wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah? But apparently, this song originated in 1830, but it only became popular, that version that we've just sang, only became popular in the 1930s. Before that, it had some interesting and different lines. I'm not going to share them all, but I'm going to share one of the lines. So at the end where it says, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, one of the other versions goes like this, we wish you a pantry of good roast beef and barrels full of beer. <laughs> Sounds all right. 
I think some people have got that stashed away somewhere already, haven't they, this Christmas time. So I thought we would try something new and something different like God did that first Christmas and we'd create our own words to this song instead. So we should have a template for it. Have we got... There we go. Thank you guys at the back. And then I'm going to need a little bit of help and I'll ask in a minute. So I thought we could think of some different different words for each gap. Is that all right? So the first one, I've already come up with them because I thought it'd be easier. The first one I could do with a little help. Wave your hand at me if you want to come and help. Go on, over there. I can't see who it is, but I can see a hand. Yes, you who's going me. Oh, super. Right, your job is to open this envelope Tell everybody what it says on the microphone, and then you've got to take it to the back to tech. They've got something for you, so they can type it in and put it on the screen, because they can't spell. Pajamas. Go on, take it to the back then, run it down. So our first word, we wish you a merry pajamas. Can you see what I'm doing? Oh, yeah, it works, don't it? There we go. Thank you for joining me. Who, Who... has new pyjamas at Christmas time? Who has Christmas Eve pyjamas at Christmas time? Who would like pyjamas at Christmas time? It's all about the pyjamas at Christmas time for some people. Who has matching family pyjamas? Oh, wow. I salute you. You are the kings and queens of the pyjamas. But you know, Christmas can be all about having that rest. We get to Christmas time, and I know me and my sister keep messaging each other and saying, we've nearly there, we've nearly made it, and then we can have a rest. All the teachers are like crawling the way to Christmas, one carol service at a time. But sometimes it's about that rest. It's about how many bank holidays can I throw into Christmas? You know, and sometimes it's about what time are we getting up? My girls, when they were little, were like, what time are we allowed to get up? And then it became, the youngest was like, what time can I wake Grace up? And now it's like just me and Paul, what time do we dare wake the teenagers up? <laughs> it's all about the sleep and the rest and the pyjamas. And sometimes that's what we make Christmas about. Having a rest, having a sit down, enjoying ourselves. Let's have a look if we can do another one. Does someone else want to come up and help? Go on, right over there. Go on, are you coming? No, give up. Anyone else? Go on, Jairo. Oh, sorry, Nathaniel. Cormas. Cormas. Go run it to the back. Thank you very much. Don't confuse me and give me an envelope back. We wish you a merry. Have we got it, tech team? Cormas. It was curry at Christmas time. Yes, absolutely. And why not? It's all about the food, isn't it? Let's be honest. How many of you have been watching Mary Berry? How many of you have been watching James Martin? How many have been watching those programs that say, this is the best way to cook your parsnips. This is the best way. This is the only way to do your roast potatoes. And me and Paul just watch him, and then we just do what we normally do anyway. (laughs) We tried one of them out, and we were like, yeah, it's all right, but you will just do it how we normally do it. But sometimes it is all about the food. It's all about the chocolate. We put chocolate. We put chocolate on our tree. You know the little chocolates you get and put on your tree. Kids, have you got them on your tree? Yes. There's none on our tree anymore because Paul's eaten them all. 
So now I've given the girls individual chocolates that don't belong to Paul so they can eat them. I did eat one. But sometimes it's all about the food. It's all about the indulgence. It's all about what is the next thing I can have. I have to go and have the finest range or the best range in the supermarkets. It's all about getting all of that stuff in me. And I'm so full I can't eat anymore. But I'm going to throw some more in anyway. Christmas Day is about which is the outfit that will spread the most so I can get the most food into me. Pajamas, yeah, let's just combine the two. That's it. Pajamas and food. What more do you want in life? Let's see if this last one will work with it. Um, come on, right the way over there. One of you can come over. Super. Oh, well done. There you go. Cinemas. Cinemas. Go take it to the back. It had to be plural because it didn't fit otherwise. So I know it's not good English, but please be kind to me. It's Christmas time. We miss, wish you a merry cinemas. Who wants to go to the cinema this Christmas time? Who has traditions about going to the cinema at Christmas time? We certainly do as a family. But if you can't go to the cinema, who loves a Christmas film? Who's been binge watching Christmas films since November? Who's been watching them on that channel that's got the most cheesiest Christmas films ever? I just love them. Someone please take Paul out so that I can watch more of them. It is all about what we watch. Who's got the Radio Times who picked it up this week? There are other magazines available, by the way. It's about that next thing that we want to watch. It's about the adverts. I said to Paul last night, I haven't seen the Coca-Cola advert yet. Has anyone else seen it? Has it even come out? It's not Christmas if that's not out, is it? But it's all about what we want to watch, what we want to see, that next film, that film that we love, whether it's Elf, whether it's Arthur Christmas, Polo Express, I'm sure. Tell the person next to you your favourite Christmas film. Do you know what? We make Christmas. We make Christmas about the pyjamas, about the comas, about the cinemas. But really, if we can bring it back, if you can stop talking about your Christmas film now, that'd be really helpful as well, because <laughs> I'm on a tight budget with the time. But if we bring it back, what is this time of year all about? Go on, put me the next slide on, Harry. It's about Christ. And the problem so often is we take Christ out of Christmas. We put in having a rest. We put in having the best food. We put in those Christmas films and those traditions. We put all of those things in. But when we take Christ out of Christmas, it's important to build our traditions. They're wonderful, but we miss God's gift that he sent. And this Christmas time, again, that gift of Christ is ready and available for you. Whether it's for the first time or whether it's again and again, inviting him in and saying, Jesus, I want you to be part of my Christmas time this year. You know, John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God sent the best gift that first Christmas time. He sent Jesus to us. And you know, I think if God was here today and he had to pick a Christmas song or a Christmas carol to tell you why he did it, what it was all about, it would be this one. Are you ready? I'm not going to sing it. This is God speaking to each and every one of you this morning. And I know it's not very theologically correct, so don't come and tell me off at the end. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. You're ruining it. It's God talking to you. Stop it now. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All God wants for Christmas is you. And that very often is the problem. That is what we miss at Christmas time. We miss that God sent Jesus into the world because what he wants for Christmas is me and you. He wants a relationship with us. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to be loved by us and to be able to love each and every one of us too. And the beauty of this gift that God sent that first Christmas time is it wasn't just for them. But Jesus is a special kind of gift. And I brought a little gift with me today. Me and my sister have one of these. And we had them from when we were really young. Does anyone know what this is? Go on. It is. It's a Russian doll. Do you know what they do, Gideon? So it's not just one. It's not just two. Hold on, I've got a bit of OCD in her arms after match-up. It's not just three. Oh, there she is, last one. It's four. This is the gift that just keeps on giving. It, well, it does stop because it's actually stopped because there's only four of them. <laughs> but you get the point. Jesus doesn't stop. Jesus is the gift that wants to keep on giving to you. There's more and there's more and there's more. So this Christmas time, you may think, oh my goodness, I'm going to run out of patience with my family this year. It's already fraying a little bit at the edges. You may be thinking, I've run out of energy and I haven't even started the Christmas season. You may be thinking, I don't know whether I've got enough love this time. I don't know whether I've got enough hope or enough faith. I don't know what I believe anymore. But Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. And if you put Christ back in your Christmas, he will give you all that you need. He will be the gift that doesn't stop but that keeps giving, that keeps giving you more love when your love runs out. That will give you more patience when your patience runs out. Will give you more energy when the kids get up at four o'clock in the morning because they're that excited. Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. Romans 15, 13 says this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
everything you need this Christmas time is in Jesus Christ. And all you need to do is put him into your Christmas season. Invite him into your life and he will just keep on giving to you all of his peace, all of the hope, all of the joy, everything that you need. And do you know what the best bit is? It's not just for Christmas time. It's for every day of your life. You know, it's been wonderful to sing so many Christmas carols. And I loved when the kids came up and I had a little tear in my eye. I love the lyrics to Away in a Manger. You know, just listen to this. Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask you to stay close by me forever and love me, I pray. Surely that should be our prayer this Christmas time. Whether we're asking again or we're asking for the first time. Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask you to stay close by me forever and love me, I pray. In all the trials and difficulties, let's invite Jesus to be near. Let's invite him to stay close and to love us. This Christmas time, let him bring you that love, that hope, that joy and peace so that it fills you to overflowing. You know, I'm going to just say a prayer. And as I do, the choir are then going to start singing. And after this prayer, I just want to encourage you just to take a moment. Just take a moment and invite Jesus to be near just take a moment, a holy moment, and maybe for the first time you may want to say, Jesus, come near to me this Christmas time. Maybe you've been wandering and you want to come back and say, Jesus, I want to go again with you this Christmas time. Or maybe you just want to say, Jesus, I just need more of you because I need more love and more peace and more joy this Christmas time. So we're going to close our eyes and pray. And then the, the, choir, the choir are going to sing. And as they do, just stay where you are. Take a moment. Allow Jesus to come in. And then when you're ready, feel free to stand and sing. So let's close our eyes and pray. Thank you, Father God, for the first Christmas gift of Jesus. I pray this Christmas time we will be Christ-full and Christ-centered. We will take the time to be near you and let you fill us with your love, joy, hope, and peace. May we be reminded to keep you, Jesus, as the focal point and invite you into our hearts, whether for the first time or again. Jesus, we just ask that you come and fill us afresh today, that this season will be all about you. <laughs>